Hey guys, we just wanted to give you a fair warning for this episode. This is a little bit of a disclaimer. We are talking about religion in this episode and me and Sarah both have our own opinions on this subject, as I'm sure you do. Please bear with us. Please don't attack us. We all have our own opinions and we're just sharing our own experiences. If you have any questions or anything that you want to say to us, please feel free to reach out. But let's get to the episode. Back at it again. Oh, I missed you, Val. I know. I missed you, too. It's been so long. <laughs> I know. It's because we both have hectic schedules because, hey. you know, it's Pride Month. And we as gay folks are very busy during Pride Month. But yeah, seriously, the amount of planning that had to go into me and Sarah recording and uploading and editing and all of these things was just insane. But we did it. We did do it. And we might have been semi-drunk doing it, but we did it. <laughs> semi-drunk, semi-late. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Only in June. So sorry about that, guys. Also, just like a heads up, like Val and I, well, I haven't started yet, but like Val has a full-time job and we're doing this while having jobs. Yeah. I didn't start yet, though. So Val has been but doing so much soon. work. I am. I'm excited <laughs> and nervous. But, you know, so Val has been doing so much work on top of a full-time job. So I just wanted to recognize that. So, uh-huh claps for val insert button now (laughs) damn it we can't find the clap i need to like put labels on them whatever you do there's one button we should not touch and i think it's the top right i think that's the loudest one okay i kind of want to touch it now do it yep i was right that's the one that is the one (laughs) you're the one Um, Uh, but uh, Sarah also needs to give herself some credit, too, because she also just finished grad school while doing this podcast. So it's not just me. All right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're uh, Compliments. <laughs> compliments. <laughs> compliments. All right. So for today on 6 Sev, we're going to be talking about drugs. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, just kidding. <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to burst your bubbles. Okay. <laughs> But anyways, um, we're going to be talking about being queer and being religious and if that is a possibility. And also, if you are religious, being queer. We're going to go over a lot of topics surrounding that broad topic. But I feel like I want to first start off by asking you this question, Val. Do you think you can be queer and religious? I think that some people are, but I don't understand how. And I think that's mostly because I don't really understand a lot of religions because I don't care to. <laughs> is that mean? <laughs> no, that is your opinion. No, but it's yeah. like, I, I, I don't know. I grew up like not believing it from the get go. Like I was a kid and I heard these people telling me these stories and I was like, this is just fucking fake. Like, and I'm, re- I'm sorry to anybody who's religious who's listening to this. I really am sorry. This is just what I believe. This is how I grew up. Um, but like... I just don't get it because after hearing them preach like certain things and like obviously how that doesn't agree with the gay community today, like 
how being, you know, a homosexual is incorrect. I just don't get how you can then walk into a church and sit there and be okay. Yeah. With like what they're telling you. Mm -hmm. I think what you said was really interesting. And I agree on like most of the things that you said, because the word religion is fake. I've heard that so many times. I've heard it from my sister mainly, but, but like I remember I grew up in a way where I wasn't religious. Like I didn't go to temple. I didn't go to church and I'm half Jewish, half Protestant. My family never wanted to tell me how I should practice my religion because they wanted me to choose which religion I wanted to pick when I was older. And then when I got older, I was like, I'm not really that religious. <laughs> like I, I don't consider myself really religious However, same with you. I do believe that there are people out there who are religious and queer. And I feel like being religious can be interpreted differently. But I think that for me, I mean, throughout growing up, I really wasn't religious. And then when I went on the birthright trip, I felt queer and religious mm -hmm. in that moment in the environment. It, it's kind of like hard to really explain. But there is like a place in Israel, in Jerusalem, called the the wall the western wall and it's it's hard to explain but basically what you do is um the girls and the guys are separated um there's like a kind of like a wall that's like separates them and then there's like a big wall um towards the front and you like touch your hand on the wall or you put in letters about like praying to god or a letter to god or like any prayers or like beliefs or you know wishes you want to make and I think also, you know, being on that trip, like that was like the first moment where I like ever, ever in my life believed in God because of like the environment I was in and the people I surrounded myself with. But like in that moment, it was like one of the best feelings I've ever had. However, before that, I, I considered myself to be an atheist and I still do. I think when I was on the trip, I really did believe in God. And when I was, when I went back home, I you know, still believed in God, but then it kind of like faded into the fact that like who I was before going on this trip about my beliefs. And for me, I think that I'm a little religious in the way that I do celebrate like the traditions of being Jewish. I feel more towards like Judaism than being Protestant because one of the main things is that, you know, in Christianity and, uh, and being Catholic, you know, I've seen so many videos and articles about the Bible and what it says and that it is a sin or they say it's a sin, not a fucking sin, but they say it's a sin to be gay, to be homosexual. And I talked to my mom about, you know, what does the Torah say? You know, what what are their beliefs? And, you know, what my mom said to me, she goes, I talked to a rabbi once about this. And I was like, when the fuck did you talk to a rabbi about this? I was like, when was this? Like when I came out to you? Like what's going on? And um, she told me that the rabbi told her that in the Torah, it does not say that it's a sin. It doesn't say anything about that. However, it talks about being homosexual, but not in the same way that the Bible does. I grew up thinking that, you know, it's more accepting to be gay and in the LGBTQ community, if I'm Jewish, and I still feel that way, that's why I feel more towards like Judaism than I do being Protestant. Um, so I definitely believe that you can be queer and religious. However, when it's on the Catholic and Christian side, I really don't understand it. I do know that there's churches and um, 
that are queer friendly that do support the LGBTQ community, which I think is amazing. But I don't think I could ever walk into a church. So on that note, <laughs> what are your experiences with that? Have you ever like walked into a church or like a temple? <laughs> How'd you feel? Have I ever walked into Did you one? burn? <laughs> a little bit. I still have the scars. <laughs> oh, God. Since coming out, have not been back in a church except for like, I think maybe a wedding, which like I have one coming up. So like, help me. But <laughs> no, I don't, I don't go back into churches. The only time that I ever go into a church because like I have my graduate degree in architecture. I studied architecture for six years, five years, six years, six years. It's six. Yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> it's fine. I was only at school for that long. Can't remember. The only reason I go into churches is because the architecture of them is so astounding that like I just go in to like look up at the ceiling and then I leave and that's it. But no, I don't. I don't. I don't go to church. Well, when you do for like, you know, work purposes or like for you to look at like the astounding like structure of like the buildings, like do you feel nervous at all before you walk into the church? or no or when you're in there no it's it's like a different mindset like i go in like basically studying the building rather than what the building is for i love that actually yeah i don't cool. i don't know i guess it's like a mindset type of thing like i i don't know when i look at churches i don't really think of like such a negative atmosphere i think that like some of the buildings really are beautiful i think a lot of them are really ugly like a lot of the ones where it's just like for a small town and just like plop there so that people can go to church. Mm -hmm. But um, the ones like in the city here, like the cathedrals and stuff like that, beautiful. Like if you haven't been in them, honestly, like go and see them because just like to see the building itself is really cool. Um, and the history behind the way that they, you know, built these things, like actually put them together is insane because they obviously didn't have the technology that we do now. Doesn't it take them like very long a to long do that? A long time, yeah. That's why, what's that one? Um, is it in, oh, <clears throat> oh in, my God. In Paris. <laughs> oh, Paris? I don't know, but I remember watching a video once about, like, how it took this, like, man, like, half of his life to, like, paint the ceiling of a church. Michelangelo? That was probably it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went there. You did? Yeah, it's in, uh, I need to cut all this out because I'm, like, failing architecture school right now. <laughs> no, you don't. It's um at no the place in Rome, like the place within the place. Starts with a V. I forget. Okay, I need no. to look or else it's gonna kill me. I'm sorry. It's okay because also like no one really remembers what they learned in school. Like that you learn everything My from do. work. Oh really? Because I don't fucking know. I'm Dory from Finding Nemo, Same. so I don't know shit. Same. <laughs> but those like churches are so beautiful, though. You're 100 percent right because the first thing I think of when I see a church the vatican oh the vatican is that what it's called yeah yeah that rings a bell actually yeah, yeah, yeah that rings a bell now the first thing i see when i like look at a church is the architecture you're right is like the windows and and everything like that that is gorgeous yeah <laughs> yeah i've seen that before yeah. that is gorgeous i think the first time i was at a church or whenever i would go in a church would only be for like a funeral or a wedding like that's it but I think the first time I've ever been in a temple was for like bomb bar mitzvahs. 
Yeah, same. Yeah, that, yeah literally. We, we went to Sayas. So <laughs> every, mostly yeah. everyone was Jewish. Not everyone, though. Not me. Not, not that. Little Irish girl walking around. <laughs> Ooh, Irish. Irish and German strolling around. Oh, yeah. I'm Irish, too. I'm like 25%. I just found that out <laughs> like, like a month ago. It makes sense about why I drink so much sometimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but um, a Irish girlies. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that, you know, yeah, the first time I walked into a temple was because of uh, the bomb bar mitzvah. And then for a church, though, it, was, it wasn't when I was a kid. Actually, no, it was when I was a kid. I actually played basketball at St. Edward's in Syosset, like by yeah. the train station. Mm-hmm. But I never, I, and I walked into the church once and I was young. I was like in elementary school and middle school, but the separate building was like a basketball court. So I was never right. like always in the church. So I never like felt like I was playing in a, like a religious place. Yeah. It didn't you know? feel like that. It, it didn't feel like that at all. It felt like I was just playing basketball and I wanted to fucking win. But like <laughs> the games, you know, uh, I have to say the first time I really like went to a church for like, not religious purposes, but like it was like a wedding or a a funeral. And I remember or a communion, right? Mm-hmm. And there was yeah. a communion that I attended with my mom, my dad, and my sister. And I remember the exact moment we were driving. We parked in the parking lot about to get out. And my mom noticed I was like behind everyone. Like I was walking behind like my family. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I really don't want to go in. Like, I don't want to go in. And she didn't ask me why. She kind of just, or maybe she did. I don't really remember. But I remember just being so nervous because I had the interpretation that they they are not going to welcome me. Like, I don't feel accepted here. Why would I go into a space where I don't feel accepted or wanted? And then, you know, I pushed through it. I went into the church. But I remember feeling, like, so uncomfortable, like, yeah telling myself sarah go back in the closet it was middle school or high school i think actually and i just remember being in the church and like i felt like my soul left my body like i felt like i couldn't be me yeah it it sucked like it, it really sucked and it was hilarious because when we were also in the church my family had no idea what to do like because there were like certain prayers people were standing up at certain times and i like turned to my dad i'm like what like why is everyone kneeling like what's the thing like what are they kneeling on and he's like oh there's like a thing in front of us you can pull down but we don't have to do that and i'm like (laughs) we're the only ones not doing it can't you tell that we're jewish (laughs) my dad wasn't but like it, it was really funny in the moment which helped me a little bit but like i couldn't wait to get out of there yeah like i just couldn't wait because i have this belief about churches where no matter what, when I walk into them, I'm going to feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Even if it said LGBTQ, they had a pride flag, I think I still would feel uncomfortable because, one, I don't believe in anything that they say in church. And I don't know. It's just kind of weird for me. I think that for people who are religious, I think it's great. I think it's a really good supportive kind of system that you have and a community that it gives you. And it definitely helps with like being hopeful and loving and everything like that. But it's not for everyone, right? It's not for everyone. And I don't think it's for me uh, going into a church and like singing and praying and doing all that. I just, it's not, I wasn't grown up like that and still not. But for me, I think that I would, I would go to temple. There was actually, um, it was 
kind of like a Jewish center I went to with my girlfriend and some of my friends from Israel in the city. And I was in very like masculine clothing, like walking in and I was, I was uncomfortable. I was actually uncomfortable because I didn't know how I was going to be perceived even in New York city. Um, and it was all adults on the first floor and I was getting the looks, I was getting the stares. And then there was a second floor that we had to go to at the beginning. It was kind of like, it was, it was kind of like a prayer at the beginning. And then afterwards when the prayers were old over, it was like a networking event, like where you would like talk to people. Yeah. Which I didn't know at first. So when people would come up to me and talk, I was like, why the fuck are they talking to me? And then Ashley was like, this is like also a networking kind of like event. I'm like, well, I didn't, I didn't fucking know. I was like, <laughs> you probably told me and I, it went through my head. But yeah. like, but I remember being so uncomfortable. I couldn't walk into those doors on the second floor. And like, Ashley was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just, I like literally my feet are stuck. Like mm -hmm. I, I can't walk in. Mm -hmm. I feel like those stairs that I had downstairs, I'm going to get here, even though these people are like, my age so when the you know the prayers were all done and the doors open that's when I walked in but I remember the same I had the same feeling that day as I did when I walked into that church with my family and I really don't know if that will ever go away I think for me though um if there is a temple that is LGBTQ supportive then I think I would go to that, actually. I would, but not a church. And the reason for that is is because of what it says in the Bible and because of the amount of stories um, and articles that I've read and heard about that they are not accepting. And I just, I feel more inclined to Judaism than I do with being Protestant. So I think that's where I'm at when it comes to how I feel if I walk into a church versus like a temple and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, that's totally fair and it makes sense too. Yep. Um, but also I have another question for you. Uh-oh. Hit me with the poop, poop, poop. I won't beatbox again, okay? Maybe I will later. <laughs> <laughs> Beatboxing special. Yeah. I know at the beginning of, uh, you know, this episode, you were talking about how, you know, you weren't really religious ever or yeah. anything. Have you ever experienced, like, anyone trying to, like, influence you to be a certain religion? Or have you ever changed like your mindset or your thoughts about religion or when you like met someone, you changed your thoughts about it. Honestly, like, no, not really. I think that I consider myself very lucky in the religion world because my parents were never really religious. Like my, my dad was raised Catholic and he went to Catholic school and everything dealt with the nuns and all that nonsense. <laughs> and... <laughs> He, um, he hated it. He could not stand it, didn't want to be there and whatever. So he like wanted no part of being in a church. But my mom, she was raised Lutheran and we were also raised Lutheran, me and my siblings. And so that's the church that we went to because my parents had this like agreement. They were like, okay, well, which one of us is going to bring them so that they have the opportunity to like believe it if they want to. But neither of them really did. It seemed like while I was growing up. So like I had my parents influence of not really believing it and not really wanting to go. And then we went and I was being told these stories that I just flat out didn't believe from the very beginning, which like honestly surprising coming from me because I'm normally like, I normally give into those kind of things and I just like believe what somebody's telling me, but I was like calling bullshit on all of it. Yeah. Um, again, sorry to anybody who does believe this stuff. I just don't. So like, <laughs> that's just what I believe as I kind of grew up. 
um my dad seemed to be the most religious out of my family which was honestly surprising but i i don't know i mean i was like a part of the church at a time like i was that person who like did the candles in the back do you have a picture i don't think so uh, i don't think i have a face it's pretty funny though because i used to have to like go in the back and like put my little robe on and tie the thing and then like i would get like the short candlestick which was horrible because i was the shortest one so i couldn't reach the candles it's so fu- i wish there was like a video of this because it's oh so funny god. oh my god i would love to see this video and that was the most entertaining part i was like yes fire give me fire <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a message for a lot of things in your future <laughs> That's amazing. I know. Um, I have to say I've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds I mean, like a ma- an amazing experience. <laughs> I like went to church to hang out with people. Like I went, there was a time I would like go over to my grandparents' house and sleep over there. And my grandma would go to church on Sunday. And like she would tell me that I wouldn't have to go. And I'd be like, no, I want to go. I'm going to get dressed up and I'm going to come hang out with you. Like that's what I thought it was. I thought it was like a hangout session. <laughs> oh my it, it was like it was like a play date with your it grandma was like a at play church. Date. yeah oh my god that's so funny did you when you did that did you have any idea like what it was for like what they said like did you have any idea what it meant no i don't even know what was going through my head i just thought it was some weird friendly gathering with a leader like i don't know what i thought it was the church made you gay <laughs> <laughs> that's what it did did you go to one like near us like in Syosset or well I went to yeah I went to the Lutheran church that's in Syosset it's like down the street from St. Ed's I know which one you're talking about. I went to that one and then but when I got old enough to go to what was it called like um confirmation you know like the confirmation classes where like you have to do it for like a couple years or something yeah and it's like yes you sit down and you learn things I learned nothing first of all but I ended up not having enough kids in my class for like the second year. So I had to go to Hicksville. So I got shipped all the way over to Hicksville to go to this fucking confirmation class that I didn't believe in. So interesting. So you did have like experience like going to churches then, like when you were younger. Yeah. And when I went to the Hicksville one too, they took us on like a church field trip where we went to a different church. It was one of the ones with like, (laughs) it was was one of the ones with like a choir I'm not kidding when I say that was the best church experience I've ever had. Like, it was so fun. It felt like I was at a concert. Oh, I have <laughs> to say, the, the choirs are pretty cool, though. They, it was like, so They have good. great voices. They yeah. Do. And I rem- I know which church you're talking about, the one before about the Lutheran church. Yeah. Because I always pass it. Yeah. Like, on that road. Yeah. There was one time I passed it, and there and I after that, I always, like, hated the church because there was a weird, really weird sign, like, a very weird sign. Um, I forgot at what it's- church yeah of course like i was like what the fuck like what the fuck i forgot what it was about but it said something like sinful and like i was just like ah like fuck this um and also let me correct myself the first time i went to a church it wasn't for a communion you just reminded me it was for a baptism (laughs) (laughs) i totally messed that up but um i just think it's so interesting like religion we really don't know if it's true or not we don't like I'm sorry. I'm definitely like more towards like the science part yeah. because it's like based on factual information. Like it, it is. I think it's a very interesting topic though. The one thing I have to say that has always like been around forever since humankind has been religion. Like it's, it's very interesting. It like never died down and I don't think it, it will. 
but as you can see, like the environment of churches and temples, like it's changed over the years though, which I think is like interesting. Like years ago, like maybe like 20 years ago, there weren't that many churches or temples that accepted LGBTQ people. And then eventually it, it changed. You know, I, I think it's really interesting. I actually talked to a family friend of mine like a few months back about it because she works at a, a church. I forgot what her, her job is specifically. Um, she's not a nun, but like she, <laughs> I, I forgot what she does. Um, but she works at a church and I like, and she's very religious. I've like flat out, like out asked her. I was like, I want to know what it exactly says in the Bible about being gay. What does it say? And she was like explaining to me the fact that like it depends on how you interpret it because the wording back then is very obviously different than what we say nowadays. But isn't there a version like I think there was like a version where it specifically said being homosexual is wrong. Yeah. There's different versions. That's the thing. And that's what she was telling me. But, you know, always I always thought to myself, would I want to surround myself with, you know, someone who is really religious like on the catholic or christian side i always thought that to myself like i always got nervous about if i had a close family friend or a friend that was really religious for that particular religion what their thoughts are about me because my dad's family friends are were very religious i don't know if they still are except for that one family friend who is but i was always nervous to hang out with them i was always nervous like when i got older and i came out I remember like not talking to my dad about it. I didn't really talk to my parents about it, but every single time we would like hang out with those family friends, I would like shit my pants. (laughs) Like I'd be nervous. And it was at a time where I cared about what people think about me, you know, but I wanted to be myself, but I was scared. I was so scared. Have you ever had that like experience or anything like that? No. You know what? Good for you. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, and maybe that's in part why I don't like really have hatred towards religion. It's just like, I'm like so completely neutral on the subject because I don't believe in it, but I don't hate it because I haven't had that like negative experience with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like what's great is that you were never really forced. You wanted to, when you were younger, you know, go to church also really didn't know exactly what it meant, but like you liked what it looked like. You liked being with your grandma you know, you like well, the I was, yeah, I was forced to finish it. Oh, the, the, like the confirmation, confirmation classes. Yes, yeah. Yes. So I did like the, the little kids school all the way to the confirmation classes. But once that was over, my parents were like, okay, you choose. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice though. At yeah. least you can like, you know, choose and not be like forced. I wonder what it's like for, you know, like also like queer people who have been who have grown up in a religious household you know who are really religious who maybe they come out to their family members and they're not accepted because of that religion right you know i've heard so many stories seen so many videos about it 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 mind bottles me when someone literally says a parent says to their kid who's religious that i will love you no matter what but i can't accept this part of you i do not understand that like i i can't like i can't i don't get it yeah I don't understand it. It's a complete contradiction to what you just said. I love you no matter what, but you can't add but to the end of that statement. No. There is no but. No. It's either you love me no matter what or you don't. Yeah. 
I just I, I, I don't understand that whatsoever, you know, because I just don't understand because I feel like that parent is picking their religion over their child. Yeah. And who does that? And that's why I feel like a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I feel like religion is so powerful. Like it can literally determine if you have a relationship with your kid who's gay or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I could never do that. Obviously I'm gay, but like (laughs) you're straight. Mm. Don't want you. (laughs) I just like it. I'm surprised by it. And I'm also not a parent, you know, but what I've heard of is when you have like a kid, it's a whole different feeling, the love that you have for your own kid versus like your partner and your your other relationships that you have with family members or friends. Like you want to re- protect your kid no matter what. But by, by not accepting that your own child, you're causing more harm to them. You're not protecting them. And that's why I feel like religion can be a weapon sometimes. You know, I kind of view religion as a as a beautiful thing but also a weapon to society you know yeah i think that for some people i'm gonna have to put a disclaimer on this episode for the amount that i'm like bad mouthing religion (laughs) but (laughs) um i think that for some people religion becomes this safe haven of external validation because you are now put into this box And then when you go outside of this box, it's considered a sin and you're supposed to go and get forgiven for your sin. And then it keeps happening. And it's this cycle of external validation that you're getting from a source that you've never seen. Yeah. When I feel like the reality is that like you can do that for yourself without putting it on something, some whatever it is that you want to call it, but, like, as an example, God. Yeah. Like, God has forgiven me rather than I've forgiven myself. Wow. You know? I never even thought of that, actually. I get deep with this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh, my God. No, it's literally external validation, though, sometimes. It is. And it's, like why am I believing all of these stories that I don't even know if they're true because there's no factual evidence, at least none that I've been given. And there's this, I don't even know what you want to call it. Spirit, this God. Yeah. That I have no proof of, but all of this is defining whether or not I'm a good person or a bad person. And I have to be forgiven by this system in order to love myself. Yeah. And not go to hell. And not go to hell, this scary, terrifying place that's on fire, which like sounds kind of sick. I feel like everybody wears black there, so I'm down. <laughs> that has to go in the video. <laughs> but that's so true. I feel like, well, one, I feel like we're living in hell right now with how our country's going. But, I mean, it's it's stories. It's basically stories passed down from you know one time to the next sometimes i think about like how it's like kind of similar to stories about vampires and werewolves you know i love those stories i do love those stories but i also know that they're fake yeah it's the same shit yeah no it is it's it's very it's like it's so i think it was so hard for me to you know like come back to america from israel because i 
It was a weird time because when I was in Israel, like I was a new person, like my dad just died and like I was looking for something. And there was like one time when we were in, I think it was the Masada desert we were in. We were in some type of desert. Dessert. <laughs> desert. We were in cake. <laughs> we were in cake. English is hard. All right. Um, even though it's my first language and my only language. <laughs> it's still hard. It's still hard. But um, that was, you know, like the second time where I felt so religious. We were like sat in a circle and we were talking about like who we wish w- were here with us. And like there was another question we could have answered too, which was what was one experience that like stood out to you on the trip so far? And I talked about my dad. And like how I wish he was here, but I felt so close to him because I kind of associate religion a lot with sometimes death. Because for me, I've only experienced religious practices when I would go to church for a funeral. And then when I was in Israel, I would think of my dad because he just passed and I was like talking about it to like the whole group. And that was the moment where I felt like so close to the other group members. I felt like we were a family and we're, we're still hanging out. Like I just saw him last yeah. weekend. Like it, it's an amazing experience, but I feel like I would only get that experience when I'm in Israel. Like when they say it's like a homeland, like I really believe it's like a homeland, but it's like a safe haven for Jews. Like it is. Yeah. Not, not always. Cause you know, there's a war going on there, but you know, I think that when I came back to America, I felt changed. I felt, you know, more religious. And then, my sister like texted me after the trip, like, how was your trip? Like they really thought I was going to stay there. They thought I was like totally going to like stay in Israel. Like, cause people do that. Some Americans do that after they go on this trip. And I was like, mom, I wasn't going to stay. I could have extended the trip, but I wasn't going to stay. But for a moment when I was there, I was like, they really, really get you here. You know, it, uh, part of it was not manipulation, but it kind of looks like that because there's been so many people who have stayed in Israel and totally converted and who did not go back to America. Like they joined the IDF, which is the um, like the army for Israel, basically. Um, And it's it's just it, it was remarkable there. But I think that when I stayed in America, obviously, for longer after the trip, I kind of went back to my old ways. However, now I'll go to Jewish centers. Like I went to one a few weeks ago to do like a challah bake. Like we were baking challah bread. Like I'll do stuff like that. And maybe once in a blue moon for like holidays, I'll go to a temple. But like, I don't know if I could ever believe in the full stories. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know because I don't believe in God. I believe that there is something out there. And I feel like a part of me believes that because what I like see signs like there's signs in the world. I believe that there are signs. I believe everything happens for a reason. And there's some people who don't, which is I totally get it. But I believe there are some signs out there. And I, I do believe everything does happen for a reason. And I think I say that because I like reassuring myself and it makes me feel better. But I think because I do it so much, I believe it. And when someone is told something when someone's told these all these stories that they learn at temple and church, you're going to believe it, you know, like it, like over and over again since childhood till, till however age you are. It's hard not to believe that, you know, and don't get me wrong. I think religion, if you use it like and it, you sorry, if you practice it, it's it can be a beautiful thing. I just think that religion is not for everyone and that's OK, you know. Yep. 
think that it's really cool that like after your trip, it kind of gave you more of like a sense of community. And I think that that's something that's really cool to have like apart from our queer community. Like you have this other community that you feel really safe in. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I think it was also nice because like everyone on that trip was like close to our age. Like they were all 21 and up, which I recommend don't do the 18 and up trip because they don't take it seriously and they all drink and and fuck Israelis, which you should not. I mean, like they're great. I love Israelis. The Israelis on my trip were amazing. I miss them. I love them. But like the 21 and up trip, like everyone was older, more mature. We're all there for the same reasons. And like there was only two people that came with like someone that they knew. Like there was a sister and a brother. There was Ashley and I. And then there was like another couple and then everyone like else met, but like no one was clingy. Yeah. Like everyone like, you That's know, like, which I loved. Yeah. And they were also, they were accepting too of like queer people, but our, um, we had our tour guide. He, he's really religious. And you know, what's so interesting. You know, I was outside once we were going shopping the one time where we had like time down to do our stuff, like, which never happened, like maybe twice we had an hour to shop and then we had to go back to the bus and he he's such a kind and incredible man but um like some of his beliefs i don't have the same beliefs and others and i do have other beliefs that are same as his but not all the same and he asked me he asked me questions about my queerness and about being gay and what that meant and it was so interesting because you know what he asked me he he asked me about trans people he asked me if i was trans and i didn't take it to heart because I didn't see it as an insult because of, you know, his religion and what he believes and like how he was grown up and how he interpreted it in like, you know, like the Torah is that he interpreted that it's, you know, he does not accept that. In fact, like when he was growing up, he was taught like not to accept it, that it wasn't like the normal thing. And it didn't mean that he wouldn't treat people horribly who were gay, though. And he asked me because I wear masculine clothing if I was trans. And you know what I told him? <laughs> I was like, I'm really happy that you're you're asking me this because I was like, is it okay if I like educate you on like this term? He was like, yes, of course. And I was like, well, my gender expression is different than my gender. And I told him that I feel more comfortable in masculine clothing but I see myself as a woman and I always have. I use she, her pronouns. Like that's my pronouns. Like I am a woman. Um, but I just feel more like Sarah when I'm dressing in masculine clothing. I felt very uncomfortable wearing feminine clothing. And if someone who is wearing clothing outside of their gender that they were assigned to doesn't automatically mean that they're trans. And I use those like specific words and snaps. Let me tell you, ever since then, he treated Ashley and I amazingly. Aw. Like, before, he kind of, like, he was kind of semi-friendly to us. Like, wasn't really looking at Ashley and I. Like, he wasn't really looking at us whatsoever. And after I talked to him, ever since then, whenever I'd walked past him, he would smile. He would smile. And um, it was, you know, for a moment, I was like someone can be really religious and they can look at me without judging me. And he, sometimes, but he was open to learning about it though. That was the thing. Yeah. 
you know no i wasn't i wasn't about to contradict you that wasn't what my look was for i what i wanted to say was that i just wanted to point out that like you obviously made a difference in somebody's life just by being yourself and i think that's incredible and i think you should continue being yourself oh thank and you continue to share that you're so sweet yeah. but it was my compliments this episode everybody <laughs> <laughs> you should be a therapist <laughs> no i shouldn't i'd be like go preach i still have fucking issues too <laughs> no you'd be like you're going to hell like me in the fire <laughs> and join me let's wear all black <laughs> cult bitch <laughs> i love that oh my god but it was it was just an amazing experience because it was the first time where i ever felt like i opened the doors to a new kind of universe or a topic that someone really didn't know about yeah the thing was he was open to knowing about it and at the end of the trip when we were going to the airport he he like thanked ashley and i and he was like i wish you guys the best in the future and if you live together and if you have kids and if you get married like, I want to be invited to the wedding. Like, Aww. he was just very sweet. He was yeah. such a sweet man. But that, like, initial, like, change that I saw, him just recognizing us, I was like, I'm so glad that, you know, I didn't get mad at him for asking the questions that he did because he was just curious. Right. He was, and he right. didn't know a lot about it. So I was just really, really happy after that. I really was. But that was my experience with, you know, like, talking to someone who didn't really approve at the beginning stuff like that of being queer yeah you know after you said that i have had this experience in the past where god i like don't even want to talk about this but i'm going to um there was this guy that i was talking to in high school for a while and he was so against like the queer community Mm -hmm. because of his religion and i think that that really like I don't know. I don't even know what this has to do with anything, but like people like that, like it really turns me away from like the kind of person that you are, because even though I didn't quote unquote know that I was gay at the time, like just knowing the fact that you are so against a certain community, honestly, because you know nothing about it is just like disgusting in my eyes. And I think that as soon as people are willing to like, just like ask a simple question where like you said they're just genuinely curious and willing to learn i think it's just way more beautiful and it just like will open up everybody's eyes to more conversation and obviously like as long as people like us are willing to share or people like you rather are willing to share about their experience and what they know and like other people are willing to listen Mm -hmm. this world's just going to be so much so much of a better place it would be. Yeah. I think I would be way more religious, honestly, if I felt more comfortable. But then again, I wouldn't really know because I'm I'm very pro-science. Like, I'm very, like, yeah. bu- by well, the books. I think it was if religion was less one-sided. Like, if religion yeah. itself was more open to accepting these kind of things, yeah, then we would probably be more for it. Yeah. And I think, you know, when it was wrote to... You know, because someone had to had to write the Torah and the Bible. You know what I mean? Like, who was it? You know, and they said that God was a man. So, like, God is gay. <laughs> God is your own gay ass. Imagine, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we end. <laughs> that's exactly where we end. <laughs> I mean, I I just think that like at the end of it, I find myself to be semi-religious and be queer. I think you can be queer and be religious. 
I think that a lot of people in life can go through a lot of hardships if they are gay and they've been in a in a religious household. But I think that above all, religion can be beautiful, but it can be, like I said before, like a weapon sometimes. Yeah. And you don't have to believe it or you can believe it. Right. And we support whoever who is queer and religious or who's not queer and religious, but has the knowledge or who is curious to know more about, you know, the queer community and like our issues, too, because it's very, very important. Yeah. I must say. Yeah. I have nothing to add. Let's go to church tomorrow. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> We're going to t- only going if yoga. we fly to Paris to see Notre Dame. Then I, I'll go to church. I will step into Notre Dame with you. I will do it. Well, so cool. Let's go to Paris. I just want a croissant. Same a croissant. A baguette. <laughs> Isn't it a baguette? Wait, you, that's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Six seven out. Amen. Bye, guys. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I cannot. Bye.